What's up and welcome to Ask Father Josh, the podcast where I get to listen to your questions, pray with them, and hopefully respond in such a way that is helpful for you in your walk toward eternity and your walk toward becoming the potential saint that God desires for you to be. Um, here's how the show goes. You hit me up with questions dealing with anything and everything from morality to spirituality, relationship advice, apologetics, and the list goes on and on and on. And I will try to respond in a way that is good for you to become a saint, that is good for you to grow in virtue. However, I'm not perfect. I am I'm definitely not infallible. And so every now and then I might give advice that is not good for you. If that's the case, I really want to encourage you and give you the freedom to reject whatever it is that I say that does not help you to conform your life to our Savior, Jesus Christ. However, if my advice is helpful, though difficult, I would encourage you to lean into Jesus so that he can give you the grace to fulfill the demands of discipleship, which sometimes are simple and difficult all at the same time. On today's show, we are going to pray the rosary together. Um, so I'm excited about today's show uh, because I um, normally um, answer 35 questions, but today I just wanted to pray. We're in the Easter season, and I know sometimes we get so busy with life, I get busy with ministry and with doing good things for the Lord, I think there's a temptation that can happen where we um, stop relating to Jesus heart to heart, and we just report to Jesus. We report what's happening in our day. We report what's going on as if he doesn't know. We report what we're doing, and he wants us to be able to relate with him heart to heart. And so one of the most powerful um, prayers that is very conducive to relating heart to heart with our Savior, Jesus, is the rosary. Um, but I think sometimes when we pray the rosary, we just forget um, the gift that it can be. And we just say the Hail Marys really quickly. And, and then all of a sudden, like there, there wasn't much heart-to-heart action happening in that prayer time with the Lord. And so I want to pray the Paul VI rosary, which I've done before. I think I did it uh, maybe about six months ago or so. Um, but uh, today we're in the Easter season still. Praise Jesus Christ. He is risen. Hallelujah. And... Uh, I will sing hallelujah, I will sing, oh Lord. Yeah, so uh, we are in the Easter season, and so I want to pray one of the uh, the glorious mysteries, right? Uh, because he's resurrected, and so I'm going to do that for today's for today's show. But before we pray the rosary, the Paul VI rosary, um, together, um, which is just a decade we're going to pray, and uh, before we do that, I'm going to share with you a glorious story. So today's glorious story comes from the time I was able to spend in Canada. I was in Canada with the ladies from the Abiding Together podcast, Sister Miriam James, Michelle Benzinger, and Heather Kim, and Heather's amazing family hosted us, and we were up there, and we played in the mountains, and we prayed, and we spent time with these beautiful women at this conference, the archbishop and the seminarians and some priests came to hear confessions. And it was just an anointed time. It was so, so, so life-giving. And it was so good to be with those holy women and to um, also get feedback from just so many of my, my sisters in Canada who enjoy the show and who have benefited from the show. I, I, I'm very grateful for each and every single one of you who I met for the the cards that I received for for the um the stories you share with me about how this podcast has helped you out it really it it has it meant so much to me some of you also mentioned how my book has helped 
you and your relationship with Jesus. Um, again, the book is also not only available on paperback now, but it's also on audio. So you can get the book in the audio version and listen to it when you drive or pass it to your loved ones when they drive. It's just, it's, it's cool. You know, every now and then, it's just nice to, to, to know that that supernatural fruit is coming from the work that we do for the Lord. Sometimes we don't get to see, a, a lot of times we don't get to see the fruit. And we don't do the work for for the um, sight for, for you know to, to know what's going on, but it is it's, it's really a gift to and um, it's humbling to recognize that God can use me. I mean, you know what? He used a donkey in the scripture, so he could use me. And so uh, <laughs> it's just it was a gift to be able to walk with those ladies and uh, minister to them and, and be ministered by them. Some of the insights that Sister Miriam and Michelle and Heather had in their presentations were just anointed the archbishop up there was super cool great guy and um and we got to spend a lot of time with jesus and so life-giving time really rejuvenated my heart and now i'm back in my lovely parish with my beautiful bride at holy rosary and uh i am filled up with the spirit and ready to pour myself out for these beautiful people that god has uh that god has blessed me with that i'm super grateful for so my glory story is Canada. My glory story is the Restore the Beauty Conference. My, my glory story is, is the beautiful women in the Catholic Church who are such a gift to us all. All right, speaking of beautiful women, there's one lady who is the most beautiful, and it's our Blessed Mother. Uh, so every time Mary appears in apparitions, she always invites us to pray the rosary. She always says, hey, look, pray the rosary, pray the rosary, pray the rosary. And in fact, when she appeared at Lourdes, she herself was praying the rosary. The rosary, as St. John Paul the Great taught us in his encyclical on the rosary, is a Christocentric prayer. It's, it's totally focused on Jesus Christ um, through the lens of the woman who was with Christ from the moment of his conception to his passion, death, resurrection, ascension into heaven, the descent of his spirit, and is now with him in, in the kingdom of heaven for all eternity, our blessed mother. So no disciple knows Jesus like Mary. And so whenever we try to penetrate the gospels, when we try to penetrate the scriptures, um, we ask Mary, like, Mary, pray for us, because I want to go beyond the surface. And so one particular way that is helpful for me to not just report to Jesus, but to relate to Jesus while praying is by taking time to to recite the Paul the Sixth Rosary, which is where every time we get to the name Jesus, we stop. So we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, who? And then we list off something that we found in the scripture, and then we have a conversation with Jesus about it. And then after that, we ask Mary to pray for us. So we say, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And so because we're in the Easter season, we are going to pray with the glorious mystery of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so whenever he resurrected, a number of really beautiful things happened. But in the Gospel of John chapter 21, we um, focus on the resurrection appearance in Galilee. And so basically, Jesus Christ came to his disciples. Again, they were out fishing and um, and they did not recognize him. So they were very unsuccessful as they were trying to catch fish and they were struggling. The struggle was real, y'all. And Jesus came and he said, hey, y'all, cast that over there. And so whenever they listened to Jesus and did it his way, um, they caught all these fish. And then they re recognized, oh, this is the Lord. And so Simon Peter was lightly clad. He put his clothes on, jumped in the water, ran to Jesus. Jesus Christ told them to bring the fish over. They had breakfast together. After that, Jesus took Simon Peter apart and said, do you love me? Uh, three times. And then after that, he told Simon Peter, 
the way he was going to die. After that awesome encounter that Simon Peter had with Jesus, he took his eyes off of Jesus and focused them on John. He said, what are you going to do with John? And Jesus said, don't worry about what I'm going to do with John. You follow me. And then after that, the disciples were wondering what did Jesus' words about John, John mean? Um, what was John going to be here forever until the end of the world? And then John writes that many other beautiful things happened that he was not able to write about in the scriptures because they could not be written down. There were so many awesome things about our Lord. So that's the resurrection account to the seven disciples in John chapter 21. And so now uh, that we've read that, we're going to pray the rosary. And again, every time we get to the name Jesus, we're going to stop and we're going to say something about Jesus. Then we're going to talk to him. And hopefully my um, praying this with you will inspire you to take another gospel passage and dive deeper into the sacred mysteries of the rosary for your relationship with Christ. So let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, who revealed himself again and again and again to his disciples. In the road to Emmaus, Jesus, you revealed yourself there. You revealed yourself whenever they were they were scared behind closed doors. You revealed yourself at the sea. Lord, you keep coming to the disciples over and over and over again. No matter how many times they mess things up, no matter how many times they hurt you, you kept coming after them. You pursued them, and you were the same, Jesus, yesterday, today, and forever. And so I know you also, Lord, you pursue me over and over and over again. You are relentless in your pursuit of me for my relationship with you. Lord, I, I, I ask that you give me the grace to to always just be aware that you're always going to come after me, that you're never going to give up on me. And if I can receive you never giving up on me, Jesus, then maybe um, I can have the grace to not give up on the people that you've allowed me to walk with in my family, I'm in my friend circles, in my, in my ministry, in my work, Lord, that even whenever they might slip up and mess up and hurt me, I could hopefully imitate you and pursue them the way you pursue me. Relentlessly, Lord, relentlessly. I, I, I apologize for the times, Lord, where I have um, not been aware of your, of your reckless love. Lord, give me the grace to, to receive your pursuit and to imitate you and pursue other people over and over and over again. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, whose disciples did not recognize that it was Jesus whenever they were fishing. They didn't recognize you, Lord, and so many times 
I don't recognize you, Lord. I don't recognize your face and I don't recognize your voice. Like when you're trying to speak to me, when you're trying to communicate to me, even if it's like through the radio or through a TV show or through a movie or in nature or in conversation or in my imagination, like Lord, like you, you are constantly communicating your grace to me. And so often I'm just, I'm not even aware. I'm so unattentive at times to to your word, Lord, to your presence. And, and so I, I repent. I repent from that, Lord, and I, I pray that I can have the grace to, to just be more aware. Like Mary was aware at the wedding of Cana of what was going on. I could be aware of you. I could be aware of you and the people I'm walking with. I'm, I could be aware of you correcting me through people, fraternally correcting me. I could be aware of you encouraging me through people. I could be aware of of you at all times and in all places, Lord, because um, you you love to speak to us. Um, and so many times we just don't don't even acknowledge it. So I, I think sometimes, Lord, I can, um, I guess I can compartmentalize you and and be open to hearing your voice when I'm in the chapel, but not be super attentive whenever you're trying to speak outside of my con- committed prayer time. And so, Lord, I just I, I really wanna I really wanna hear your voice. I really wanna see your face. I really wanna recognize you. And and so I'm open, Lord. I'm open to whatever graces you want to give to me so that I can. I could just, I can notice you, Lord. I can notice you more. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, who told his disciples, cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find something. Um, and, and they they did that, Lord. They they cast their net, and and they found many many fish, Lord. Uh, whenever they were trying to fish um, apart from you, they were super unsuccessful. <laughs> but whenever they fished in communion with your will and in your way, and they followed your your rule, they they experienced an abundance of supernatural fruit, Lord. Uh, I, I I know in my life too. I, I, I can be so convicted by your word, but sometimes I don't listen to it immediately. And when I don't listen to your word immediately, when I don't follow your law, when I don't follow your rules, Lord, I suffer and everyone else suffers around me. Um, Lord, I want to be obedient, Lord. Lord, just send forth your spirit upon me so that I can imitate you, Jesus, and that uh, just obedience to the Father's will. And I could be obedient to your will, to your way, to your time, through your church. Um, because I know that whenever I'm obedient, whenever I'm in communion, when I am abiding in you, not only will I grow in a deeper intimacy, but everyone else will benefit. Everyone else will benefit. Only good comes from following you. Right? Disobedience bears rotten fruit. Disobedience brings about disunity in the body of Christ. And I don't want to be disobedient, Lord. I just want to be obedient to you. I want to follow you. I don't want to sin. I want to choose Jesus at all times. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Whose disciple, Simon Peter, tucked in his garment, um, uh, for he was lightly clad, and he jumped into the sea. And he ran to you, Jesus. But before he was in your presence, Lord, he was lightly clad. and He was without clothes. And when he came into your presence, he put clothes on. like He was covering up. 
covering up the same way Adam and Eve covered up whenever they came into the presence of God in the garden. Lord, I, I know sometimes that's how I come before you. I come before you. I come to prayer, show up, but I come covered up because of shame, right? I, co- I come covered up and not totally exposed and vulnerable like you've been on the cross. And whenever I allow shame to, to affect my relationship with, with you, um, I, I don't give you permission to go places where you want to go. And whenever you go those places, you've never hurt me. You, you've only helped me. Um, but sometimes the disciples who have preceded me, my mothers and my fathers in the faith who have preceded me, they did the same thing because it's just that's how shame works, Lord. And um, I don't, I don't want to cover up when I'm with you. I want to be totally exposed before you, Lord. I want to be vulnerable with you the way you've been with me. I want to share everything with you the way you've shared everything and more with me on the cross, Lord. You gave everything. I don't want to hold back. And so, however. I can get more grace. I think maybe if I just spend more time focusing on the crucifix in my prayer and just gazing at the crucifix, looking at the crucifix, that might just open me up a little bit more to to imitate you and to not imitate Adam and Eve and, and Peter who allowed their shame to dictate their relationship with you, Lord. I don't want shame to dictate our relationship. I want I want the free love that we have between us to to be that which guides us in our walk with each other. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, who said to the disciples, bring some of the fish you just caught and come and have breakfast. Jesus, you, you, you want us to spend intentional time with you, not only in the chapel, not only in the presence of the, the Blessed Sacrament, um, but you want to like talk to us at all times. Like even the most mundane tasks that we do, you want us to invite you to do it with us. You you want us to call to mind that, that you are there, right? Whenever I'm playing basketball or whenever I'm eating breakfast or eating food or drinking coffee, whenever I'm doing work, whenever I'm resting, Lord, I give you permission to, to just permeate every aspect of my life. You are invited, Lord, and I want to remember that that you want to be there, that you desire us so much, that you desire to be a part of our life and not just be set aside to one particular time. But on top of that one particular time where we are consistent and intentional, you want us to just abide in you in our thoughts, in our minds, in our imagination, in our voice, through our words, in our actions, in our body. Lord, you want to abide in us in everything we do. You want to be a part of every aspect of our life. You don't want us to cut off anything, not even the bedroom, Lord. Like you want everything because you are our God and you're a good God and you're so generous with us. And so, Lord, I, I just, I thank you right now. I have a grateful heart that you want to spend that much time with with me and with all of us, that you want us to, to call to mind your presence with us in our walk toward eternity. Uh, it is a gift, Lord, that you love us so much that you desire to even do the most mundane task with us. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Who asked Simon, son of John, who asked Peter, do you love me? Three times. Peter, do you love me? (laughs) Are you riding? No, you asked him three times, Jesus, do you love me? Because he denies you three times. And whenever you ask me that question, Lord, the first time you asked me that question, you said, do you love me with an agape love? This unconditional love, because that's how you loved him. And he said, he said he loved you with a, with a friendship love. 
And then you asked him again, Jesus, if he loved you with, with that kind of love, um, an agape, unconditional love. And, and he said again, a friendship. And, and Lord, the third time you asked him, you asked him, can you love me with a friendship love? And of course, he said, yes. Uh, Lord, I'm, I'm so grateful that you um, you are able to manifest to us so clearly your desires. But at the same time, you didn't have any expectation. You didn't grasp. You were just grateful for whatever gift Peter was was able to give you at that time in his life and his walk with you. And I know it's the same with me, Lord. I know that you've given me unconditional love. And, and at times, I don't give you unconditional love. Sometimes I give you friendship love. But whatever I give you, Lord, you're grateful for it. Um, I want to imitate you, Jesus. I, honestly, I just want to imitate you. And I want to be, I want to be a man, a disciple who experiences authentic poverty of the heart where I I really believe that you are sufficient, that you are enough. Um, and so I can hopefully share my desires, but never expect anyone to do anything. Never, never even expect anything from you, Lord, because I just, I just want to be open to receiving whatever gift you have for me and being grateful for it the way you were Peter's gift. Uh, Lord, uh, I'm just, I feel called right now to just go deeper into Matthew chapter 5 and, and do some more Alexia Divina with that particular passage, the Beatitudes, so that I can continue to, by your grace, cultivate a poverty of heart and just receive that that gift from you, from your grace um, in, in my relationship with you. Uh, Holy Mary, Mother of God, I pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Uh, blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus whose disciple Peter um, learned from Christ in their encounter with each other, how he was going to die. Jesus, like you straight up told him, like there's going to come a day where you're going to go where you you don't want to (laughs) go. And you would stretch out your hands and someone else is going to dress you and lead you where you don't want to go. And Jesus, I just, I recognize that right now, all I can see is the current chapter of my life, but you see the, the whole story. Lord, you see the entire story. You know my past, my present, and my future. You know how the story is going to end, and hopefully it ends with me being united with you in heaven. I just want to, I guess, cultivate the virtue of just a deeper trust that that you are a good father and that you have nothing but good plans for me, for my good, and for the good of my bride, for the good of this community, for the good of the church that you've allowed me to 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 marry right? as a, as a, as a um, as a priest spouse. Um, as a bridegroom, Lord, you know everything. Um, yeah, I surrender. I don't need to know unless you want to tell me. But if you told me, I probably wouldn't want to do it because you didn't. Yeah, whenever you called Mary, she didn't know everything either. She didn't know the whole story. She just knew step by step. And every day she just took the next right step. So, Lord, yeah, fidelity to the next right step is what I need. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Whose disciple Peter turned and saw the disciple following whom Jesus loved, the one who had reclined upon his chest during the supper. And and Peter said to Jesus, Lord, what about him? And Jesus, when Peter asked you that question, you said to Peter, what if I want him to remain until I come? What concern is that of yours? You follow me, Lord. So many times I think we can get caught up in what you are doing in other people's lives, the graces that you're giving to other people. And when we 
take our eyes off of you and focus on other people, I mean, we're just going to be filled with anxiety and worry and concern and just unnecessary problems come from that. It's like when Peter took his eyes off of you when he was walking on water and he focused on the storm, he fell and he began to sink and uh, fear came and all this unnecessary drama came into his life because he took his eyes off of you, Lord. I want to be so in love with you, Jesus, that I'm just fixed on you. I ain't worried about what you're doing with the next saint. I'm not worried about how you're forming the next saint, Lord. I'm just fixed on your face fixed on your eyes. Lord, give me that grace to be so in love with you to where I can just look at you and listen to you daily and long to look at you in the Eucharist and listen to your word in the scriptures daily, Lord. Give me that grace to be ever more in love with you, to never settle for an okay relationship, but to always strive to cultivate and to, to prioritize you, Lord Jesus, because I don't, I don't want to look at other disciples and I don't want to get caught up in divisive envy um, or jealousy, right? I, I want to be in love with you, Lord, and I want to praise you and bless you for whatever you're doing in someone else's life right now. Um, praise you for that, Lord. But but for me, I just want to follow you, Lord. I want to follow you, follow you. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, whose disciples, um, they totally misunderstood you, Jesus. Over and over again, you would speak and they would not get it. And so like whenever you said that about John, that like, what concern is it of yours? You follow me. Like word spread among the brothers that the disciple would not die. Um, but Jesus had not told him that he would not die. You know, you, just, you said, what if I want him to remain until I come? What concern is that of yours? That's all you said, Jesus. But so often, man, we just, we get it wrong. We misinterpret your word. We misinterpret, even like in prayer sometimes, like the grace is real. Like the grace that we experience, the grace that I've experienced is there. But sometimes my imagination can make up something um, that wasn't exactly what you were communicating to me. Because, but because I'm broken and imperfect, I can, I can kind of um, put my own spin on it. And so I, I thank you for still being super generous with the grace that you give us. Um, but I apologize for the times where I've not only misinterpreted, interpreted what you were attempting to communicate, <laughs> uh, but uh, have shared what you were communicating and like shared wrong because I, I'm, I'm just definitely broken and I'm definitely uh, fallible. And so, Lord, um, it does kind of give me a little comfort, though, Jesus, to know that I'm not the only one who, who messes up and, and gets, gets your word wrong <laughs> at times. Uh, gosh, give us a humble heart, Lord. I can't wait to get to heaven, Jesus, because I just I know in heaven, Lord, um, everything will make sense uh, again. And uh, so, yeah, uh, virtue of hope is, is is a gift that you know I need, Lord, to cultivate that virtue of hope. Longing for heaven, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus whose disciple John wrote in the 21st chapter, in the 25th verse, that there are also many other things that Jesus did. But if these were to be described individually, I do not think the whole world would contain the books that would be written. Lord, you you have done so much. Like, we don't even know half of what you're doing right now. Like, we don't even see what your angels are doing in our midst right now. We don't know how many battles you have fought for us. Oh, Jesus, you do so much. And we give credit to people. And we give credit to ourselves. And it's been you. You the whole time. The scripture verses come to my heart right now, Lord, is from the prophet Hosea, uh, who writes that, you know, like you, you draw us with bands of love to yourself and you hold us as a father holds an infant to his cheek. And, and you, you, did, you did all this good stuff for us and we didn't even know it was you. Lord, how many times do I not even notice that it was you, Lord?
don't don't let me get confused and focus on what I can see because there's so much going on that I cannot see, Lord. There's so much that I cannot see. But um but I know you're at work because I I can perceive the virtue, the the virtue that I'm able to cultivate. And I know it's not me. I know it's your grace. And even though I can't see your grace, I I see it in the effects of virtue, patience, kindness, gentleness. And so thanks for just all your unseen works, Lord. I uh, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, and right now, Lord, I'm just also thinking about all the people who do so many things behind the scenes by your grace that go unnoticed, but yet. You notice them. You notice everything. And even though someone else might not say thank you, Lord, you notice it. And you you say that you're pleased with our work. Ah, oh, we're so you're a good father. You're so good. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. All glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So that was a, a decade of the Paul VI Rosary, the glorious mystery, the resurrection account. Hopefully that was helpful for you and your relationship with the Lord. And uh, pray for me. Pray for me that I can go deeper with him. Um, he, he's always going deeper. I'm just not, I'm not aware of it, and I'm shallow at times. And so, uh, yeah, pray for me, and I'll pray for you. Uh, next week on our podcast, we're going to have Dr. Mario Sacasa. He's one of my good friends. And we're going to talk about a bunch of really cool topics dealing with relationships, with dating, with marriage, uh, with the struggles that come in in that world, the dating world. And so he's like a, a guru when it comes to those kind of conversations. He's a holy man. He's a disciple of Christ and a good friend of mine. So um, stay tuned for that because that's going to be coming out pretty soon and it's going to it's going to rock your world, hopefully, we pray. Um, but yeah, rate us, review us on iTunes. Send me your questions at askfatherjosh at essentialpress.com. And spend some time with Jesus. All right, spend time with Jesus. Spend time with the Lord now so that we can spend time with the Lord in the kingdom of heaven for all eternity. God bless.